strength training, increased balance, circulation, and bone density. You'll also experience an increase in metabolism to give you energy, endorphins that will make you feel like a million bucks, and serotonin that will make you walk with your head held high and put a big smile on your face, all in just 10 to 20 minutes a day. To learn more and order your Vibe Trainer Pro, go to advancedhealthworks.com. That's advancedhealthworks.com. Visit artisthouseauction.com and beakoff.com and auction with a social site. Get a face to a name. No seller fees. Transparency means honest business practices. Go to indiegogo.com and search artisthouseauction.com and donate to my campaign. Let me help you profit more yearly. Join beakoff.com. We have available text ads and banner ads. Pay as you go as well. Have an online store that you have control of. See you at artisthouseauction.com. Today's Daily Dose of Weird News is brought to you by the Alaska Cruise Conference 2015. Register to win an all-expenses-paid trip to Alaska by visiting dailydoseofweirdnews.com and click on the Alaska 2015 banner at the top of the page. I'm Darren Marlar. This is your Daily Dose of Weird News. A Romanian princess has been sentenced for cockfighting. Princess Irina Walker was sentenced to probation after apologizing for her role in an Oregon cockfighting enterprise that she said brought shame to her and her family. She and her husband both pleaded guilty to operating an illegal gambling business. She was then arrested for cockfighting again when she was trying to raise money to pay a lawyer. Food fights. They can be messy, they can be fun, and they can be violent and bloody, like the one in Florida. Police arrested Billy Wall for stabbing his nephew. The two were apparently arguing over how many pork chops each person would get to eat. Man, you know those gotta be some pretty dang good pork chops. Hugh Jackman, who is in a play on Broadway, he accidentally cut himself during a performance. Apparently, he forgot that he was dressed as Wolverine and had to pick his nose and, well, you know. But when it comes to making healthy food and beverage choices, a new study shows that people are better off knowing both the number of calories they're consuming and the amount of exercise it would take to burn them off. In the study, when a sign next to a soda read 250 calories or 5 miles of walking, the consumers were more likely to leave the soft drink on the shelf than if only the calories were posted. Now, what they need to do is to start selling cans full of five miles of walking. See, there you go. I'd shout out the bucks for that. On a bus in China, two pickpockets were caught in the act by one of the passengers. They were trying to steal the purse from a woman. The bus driver was alerted. He immediately called police. As the bus driver pulled over and waited for the cops, the thieves attempted to escape. Passengers kept the pickpockets away from the doors by pelting them with steamed buns and soy milk. Home Depot says uh, hackers who stole payment card details of millions of customers also stole 53 million email addresses. The company had previously revealed that 56 million debit and credit card details were also stolen in the hack. It's one of the largest data breaches on record, surpassing a similar incident at Target. You know what, maybe we should just give up on this whole electronic money thing and go back to bartering for stuff with live chickens. 
That's your Daily Dose of Weird News. I'm Darren Marlar. Today's Daily Dose of Weird News was brought to you by the Alaska Cruise Conference 2015. Register to win an all-expenses-paid trip to Alaska by going to DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com and click on the Alaska 2015 banner at the top of the page. You can get more Daily Dose of Weird News anytime, anywhere with our brand new Daily Dose of Weird News app. Download it for free at DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com. Guys, this is Melissa Magazine of Discussing It with Melissa. Thank you for joining in today with us. Today we will be speaking with Stephanie Simpson, and she's out of Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and she is the creator of the blog Splitting Up with Ed. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, this is another sad love song, but no, it's not. So I'm going to introduce Stephanie to you, and she's going to tell you who she is and what exactly is Splitting Up with Ed. So hi, Stephanie. How are you? Hi, Melissa. I'm great. Thank you. Good, good. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here for our listeners and giving us some insight as to who you are and telling us exactly what Splitting Up with Ed is. So from here, just tell us a little bit more about yourself. All right, perfect. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, I'm a uh, 21-year-old girl from uh, Edmonton, Alberta, like you said, and uh, I have been struggling with an eating disorder for the past uh, six years of my life. And uh, just recently I decided that I was, uh, you know, tired of hiding who I was and tired of hiding all my problems, and I decided to come out and create a blog called Splitting Up With Ed, um, where I relate my eating disorder, um, Ed, uh, to being like a, like an abusive boyfriend. And, um, you know, it's been really great. It's helped me get the word out about eating disorders and really uh, give some insight to what it's like to struggle with an eating disorder. And, um, you know, my mission is just to to help other people who might be going through the same thing, um, help them to, you know, want to get help and want to help themselves to get better. That was quite clever, splitting up with Ed, sounding like a, um, a, a crazy abuse of, of boyfriend. What did you come up with that idea? Well, I actually, I, I kind of, um, I got the idea of thinking about uh, the eating disorder kind of as a separate personality when I read the book uh, Life Without Ed by Jenny Schaefer. I really recommend that book to anybody who has an eating disorder. It's really, it really helped me a lot. Um, and yes, yeah, she in the book she describes uh, her eating disorder like a separate personality, and it just, I, I just loved it. I had never thought about it that way. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was perfect. It is perfect. So, Ed, can you um, give us a little bit more of when did you know that you had an issue with Ed? And maybe let's say what Ed is or what it stands for. Yeah, well, Ed, it uh, it stands for, um, you know, eating disorder. And um, I kind of... When I figured out I really had a problem, it wasn't like one moment of clarification for me. It was like a, a bunch of different things that happened. Um, the first thing that happened was myself going to the doctor and my doctor saying, like, Stephanie, you're you're too skinny. Like, you might want to get some help. But, you know, I, of course, just thought, 
but she was crazy, and I was like, no, no, I'm totally fine. There's nothing wrong with me. Um, and then, you know, a couple months later, my friends, they said to me, like, Steph, we think you might have a problem. You're eating really weird, and, like, we think something is up. But, again, I got very defensive and said, no, like, I'm totally fine. And then it was also my family who, you know, they saw me getting thinner and thinner, and they were worried. And, um you know, I just one night I was thinking about all of these people who were concerned for me, and I was like, wow, like maybe I actually do have a problem and I should really try and get some help. So it's within yourself that you know that you or you decided that you needed help. So basically there were signs. There were people telling you that you may be a little too skinny, so your weight and your size. And then yes, exactly. Okay, and then there's something, did they say something was wrong with you? It was just about your size. And then yeah, they they were just saying, um, you know, like you've gotten very skinny. Um, you're, um, you know, you don't like coming to family events and parties because there's always food around, and you don't, you like, you don't like eating in front of people because that was a big thing for me too. I I started having anxiety if I had to eat in front of other people because I thought that they would um, be judging what I was eating. And so that was always really difficult, going to family events. Okay. Wow. So how hard was it, or, you know, was it hard for you to ask for help when you finally um, got out of your denial stage, basically? It was, you know, I, I mean, I, I didn't want to admit to anybody that I had a problem. Um, I, I had a very, uh, very large sense of pride, and you know, I always liked being independent and doing things by myself. And I hated asking for help because I, you know, I, I wanted to do it on my own. But in this case, I realized that I wasn't going to be able to do it on my own. Like I, it was just out of my reach, and. Um, you know, I, I went to my parents and I said, you know, guys, I think you are right and I need your support and I need help. I need to go and see a, a therapist and, and get some help. And, um, you know, it it is difficult trying to find a uh, a psychologist or a psychiatrist um, who you really relate to and can really help you out. I've gone to see Oh, like five or six different ones. It can be um, quite challenging, but um, I found one uh, that I'm seeing now, and uh, she's really nice, and uh, she's been helping me quite a lot. So, you know, if if you don't find help, like, right away, or you don't, you know, click with the psychologist you're seeing right away, like, just don't give up because there is somebody out there who will be able to help you. How did you, how were you able to keep going, though, with, the actual disorder, and then not finding someone you thought you could click with. Like, what was that motivation for you to continue to keep going? Uh, well, it was it was so hard. Let me tell you that much. I uh, I would go and see a psychologist, and then I would, you know, I I wouldn't be going anywhere. You know, I would still be in the same exact place and having the same eating disorder thoughts and. Um, you know, I I would stop seeing the psychologist, and then I would get back into my into my ruts, and um, I just knew that, you know, I I could live a better life eventually. Like I just hated where I was in my life, and I I knew I had to get better, and I knew that, you know, I I wanted to help other people who were also going through the same thing, and just that really motivated me to want to keep going. 
you know, to get better so I can inspire other people and show them that recovery is possible. And that's what you are doing. That's what you are yeah. doing. Yeah. <laughs> something about rut. What kind of rut were you, are you talking about? Well, just, um, you know, the the same thinking patterns, just the same, you know, really being self-deprecating and um, really having a hard time with, with food and either not eating enough or eating too much. Um, and just, you know, for for a long time, I um, and still right now, I'm uh, I'm actually not working. Uh, just because sometimes I would, you know, have really bad days and I, you know, I couldn't or can't motivate myself to get up and 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 go to work. And, um, you know, I just really want to focus on my recovery right now. And, um, you know, when I get into those ruts of having bad days every once in a while where my mood is just totally down, it's um, it's really, it's difficult. Would you be able to, like, give us a day of what that would be like so people, if they're hearing these same signs and symptoms, they would kind of recognize it and, you know, kind of say, okay, maybe I should get help or maybe I should think about seeing someone, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, like, if I was to give you a kind of a breakdown of my day, if I was to have like a really crappy day, I would just, you know, get up in the morning and the first thought that I would have would be about food. Like, okay, what am I going to eat today? Um, I would be like, what did I eat last night? And did I eat too much? So this morning for breakfast, should I restrict myself from eating? Like, should I just have an apple or should I have more than that because I know that I need it? But, oh, no, I ate too much last night, so I I shouldn't eat very much. Then, you know, I would go downstairs to the kitchen and I would start having, like, anxiety about what I'm supposed to eat. And, you know, I would probably eat something really small and then basically for the rest of the day I would just have constant, like, food thoughts and I would, like, beat myself up for um, whatever I had eaten um, the day before, and um, it would just go on like that. I would have, you know, constant self-deprecating thoughts, and I would be, you know, anxious, and it's just, it's it's really hard. It really gets to your head, and, um, yeah, it's a hard thing to go through. So it's basically obsession with food. So all day long you're thinking about food, if you ate too much, if you're not eating enough, or it's just totally about food. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, like, what are maybe, like, some signs and symptoms that you may be struggling with, and then how does it develop? Are you able to kind of tell us how to how it develops at first? Yeah, well, um, you know, for me, um, it, for me, it started when I was in grade 10. Um, I was 15 years old. And uh, at first, you know, I just wanted to to start being healthier, you know, like usually for most people, they don't just j- like jump right into an eating disorder, it kind of slowly happens. And okay. um, I just wanted to be a little bit healthier, and I went to an, a sports school. They were really focused on, on sports, and um, I wanted to fit in with everybody. So I started working out a little bit, and I started eating a bit healthier like everybody else was doing. 
and um, you know, I lost uh, I lost ten pounds pretty quickly, and um, I was a little bit chubbier, so it was it wasn't a, a bad thing, I guess. And I started getting compliments from all of my friends, and and people were saying, "Oh, you look so great! Like, wow, good job!" and and that you know, it really got into my head, um, just because when I was younger, I was a very chubby kid, and I was bullied a lot. So finally getting all these compliments from people and and finally feeling beautiful it uh it was it, it was a great feeling and I just you know I took my dieting to the next level I I stopped eating um any kinds of junk foods um I made up a, a fake uh gluten allergy so uh, you know I it was easier to say no to like cake and and flour and anything made with flour so that you know my my friends wouldn't question me <laughs> And okay. um I lost so I, Yeah, I uh I lost a bunch of weight and um I, I just got obsessed with it, you know. I, I I I wanted to be as thin as possible so people would think that I was as pretty as possible because I I believed that um beautiful or being beautiful equated to to being thin and which is not what I think now, but uh, back then I I really did. And, um, and yeah, so, you know, some signs to watch out for are just, um, you know, somebody not eating very much, somebody being very self-conscious and being very, um, you know, very aware of their weight and, you know, always looking in the mirror or, or somebody being, you know, already very thin and wanting to lose weight, right, which when you know they probably don't need to lose weight because they're already thin enough. Okay. Yeah, and you know it can even go the other way, right? There can even be um, like a binge eating disorder, right? Where somebody just eats and eats and eats and uses food to uh, to comfort themselves, which is something that um, I struggled with as well. So um, you know, what a lot of people don't know is that um, eating disorders are not um, stagnant; like they don't. I mean, for some people they are, but for a lot of people they can, the eating disorder that they suffer with can change over time. So a lot of people who have, you know, um, anorexia, one day they might, um, you know, have an episode where they are so physically starved and, you know, they start, um, uh, like, binge eating and then maybe they feel bad about what they ate and they might purge that and then they can start, in the cycle of uh, of bulimia, so it it really it can go back and forth. Wow, did not know that. Yeah. Do you think that um, self esteem issues can play a part in having an eating disorder? Oh yes, like one hundred percent. You know, like for myself. Um, I had very low self-esteem and um, before I started my eating disorder and then when I got into it and I started losing weight, um, I felt a little bit better about myself, right, because I was getting compliments. But then um, I just wanted to lose more weight and I thought that I was never thin enough and my self-esteem dropped back down. So self-esteem is a a huge part in that, Um, you know, basically people with, who have eating disorders just think that they aren't good enough and are never good enough. And, you know, they just, they feel like maybe with food and with controlling their weight, they can, you know, feel better about themselves, but it usually never works. (laughs) Okay. 
how did you struggle or juggle dating with Ed or having any close friendships or relationships? Yeah, that's that's been uh, pretty difficult. Um, dating has been very, very hard. I've, you know, never really had, like, a super serious boyfriend. Um, anytime a guy would ask me out, um, you know, the first dates usually involve going to a restaurant to eat right. together, yeah. right? And I would always struggle with that. Um, I hated going out to restaurants to eat, um, especially eating with another person. It was just always really hard for me every time I went and did it. And I, you know, sometimes I, I really had to push myself to go and do it if I really liked the guy. Um, yeah. But it was always a challenge, right? And I, I hated doing it. I didn't do it very often. And, um, you know, for, for a very long time also, I, I never told any of the guys that I was seeing about my problem. And so I, I felt like I was a completely different person. And, you know, of course those relationships didn't work out because I wasn't being truthful and honest. And I, yeah, I I didn't feel comfortable enough with myself and with the guys that I was seeing to tell them. So it was uh, it was hard. And, you know, even with my friends as well, um, yeah. you know, I... I I tended to kind of be more of a of a loner because I was just so, you know, obsessed with, with food and with working out. I, I didn't really have a lot of time for my friends and, you know, I I did start drifting away from a lot of them. Um but now that I've come out with my blog I find that, you know, my friends have reached back out to me and they've you know, I've really reconnected with some of them. So that's been great. But but yeah, while I was I was hiding, it was um, it was a real challenge. So you isolated yourself from your friends. What about your family? Did yeah, I definitely I I definitely isolated myself from my friends and um, my family. Not not so much. Um, I'm I'm very very close with my mom. I'm I'm very lucky about that. Um, but when I was hiding, um, I did feel a lot more distant from my family. I guess because I was just I was just struggling internally, and nobody really knew what I was dealing with. And I didn't know how much better it could be if I spoke out about my issues. And now I feel like all of my relationships have been strengthened, just because you know I feel like I have so much more support and I've gotten closer with everybody, you know, my friends and my family. That's awesome. So you you actually, by you telling the truth and by you just telling them what you're going through, you find that it's freeing, that you're living Exactly. So you're not yep. like your own partner. Exactly. I've, you know, I've become, I've become kind of free and, you know, anytime that I have any problems or I'm, I'm having a, a difficult day battling with, with Ed, um, I can, I can tell somebody, right? I don't have to hold it all in to myself. Now I can go to my mom or I can go to my, my best friend and say, you know what, like I'm really having a hard time. Do you mind if I just talk to you? And usually they can make me feel better. And whereas before I, I came out, um, you know, I I didn't have anybody to do that with. So, actually, it is easier. It's yes. Easier. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. it's been a lot easier. I I really recommend you know, um, you know, at least telling one person that you really trust because it's 
it's so great to have support. It really makes a huge difference. Yeah, that's anything. I think that having that support that 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 gives you hope. It's like exactly. Into, yeah, so you you have someone to talk to. That is so true. That is so true. Yeah. How did you get to the place of freedom? You know, to be transparent about living with and surviving through. You know, having an eating disorder. How did you get to that place? Well, it, like, it took me. It took me a very, very long time, um, but, you know, I I actually went to uh, an eating disorder treatment center um, called Westwind in uh, Brandon, Manitoba, which is in, in Canada, and um, I was there for about a month, and while I was there, I met um, all these incredible women. I met four other women who were dealing with the same thing, and uh, I had never met anybody who was dealing with an eating disorder um, ever before, so when I got to talk to these women it was it just it changed my life because for the longest time you know I thought I was alone and when I got to talk to these women and see that they were going through the same thing that I was going through it just made the world of a difference for me so when I got home I you know I I decided well what if I know some people on on my Facebook friends list who are going through the same thing or have went through the same thing but they just haven't talked about it because they're ashamed and you know I was just so tired of hiding who I really was to all of my friends so I just decided to start this blog and I posted my first um my first blog on Facebook and where I was writing kind of my whole story about what happened to me and the response that I got was, you know, it was amazing. I got friends from high school um, messaging me saying, you know, I went through the exact same thing and, like, thank you so much for writing that. And, you know, even some people were saying, um, you know, like, reading your blog made me realize that I should get help. And, you know, that's that's what I wanted to do, right? That's the whole point that I, I started the blog. I I really wanted to make my suffering worth it and, and mean something. And help people, help people know that yeah. they're not give people hope, you know, inspire them that they can be helped, that it's not over, that it's, they're not alone. And isn't it amazing how our thoughts just isolate us and, within, like, and, and, held, and hold us hostage to those crazy thoughts to say that you're alone, that nobody else can help you? Yeah, that's exactly. So like that, I, I see that, that that happens not just with eating disorders, that's with pretty much anything, even with like domestic abuse. Or oh yeah, yeah. It's like you think that you're alone, or you think that you know, like for some reason that you're going to be harmed or something because you want to get help. But you like it's like this struggle, wanting to be free, and then being held hostage because you think you're alone, or you think you can't get help, or you think they're going to think you're crazy, or you think you're going to be judged some kind of way that's detrimental to you. Exactly, yeah. You know, with, with any mental illness, it's the same story, right? People are right. are ashamed of the problems that they're having, but what they don't realize is that there are so many other people out there who are going through the same thing, and they feel just as ashamed, right? And they don't want to talk about it. Um, you know, you, there are so many people going through, like, eating disorders and depression and, you know, anxiety issues, and um, there's yes. a lot of support out there, and, you know, I really think that we should all support each other as well. Exactly. Exactly. Because no one is not, you're not alone. And everybody has gone through something. Someone somewhere has gone through what you're going through. So why not seek help? Why not ask for it? 
you know. And exactly. I tell, yeah, I tell people that, you know, what we're feeling, that's they are just emotions, really. And, yes, at the time when you're going through things, it's, like, kind of hard to get past yourself and your emotions. But that's all they are. They are emotions, which means they are temporary, which means they change every day. You know, so one day you want to be up, one day you don't. It's just like, so how is it or what do you do to make yourself just go get it? Go get what you need. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. Just, you know, you you can have a better life. And, you know, if you just, if you want it enough for yourself, you just have to go and do it. Go and get the help and, and your life can change. Your world can change. And And be free from the thoughts that you cannot you know, have a healthy, happy, successful life. Right. This is yeah. I thank you so much, Stephanie. How can people get help? Like, where can they go? Do you have any resources that you can tell them about that they can actually, you know, connect with? Yeah, for sure. Well, um, if you know, if you go on uh, on Google or on the internet um, in in the U.S., there's the National Eating Disorders Association, and um, they have a bunch of great um, links of places that you can find support. Um, they have you know general information about eating disorders. They have uh, blogs that you can read. They have um, a link where it it tells you like um, different treatment centers and uh, where there are support groups available. Um, it's a really, really good website, and um, I would recommend if you're having any issues to have a look at that website. It's kind of like the main thing in in the in the states. Yeah, say that website for me one more time. Uh, it's the uh, the National Eating Disorders uh, Association. The website is uh, www.nationaleatingdisorders.org, and it's a, a really great website where you can learn all about eating disorders and uh, learn where you can get help. Awesome. So what I want to do is I want to go over, like, the signs and symptoms again um, so that people can kind of hear again what to look for what they may be um, going through or experiencing if they have these symptoms. So correct me if I'm wrong or add to it if you like. But what I jotted down was weight, anxiety about eating in front of people, isolating yourself, a great sense of pride, denial, thought patterns, like your thought patterns, um, obsession about food, um, and you said that the the disorder is gradual. It's not like instantaneous. You don't just jump into it. It's just a gradual process. Yes. Um, self, self-conscious about your weight. Yeah. Sometimes it can be food used as comfort. Yeah. And that eating disorders can change over time. That right. you have self-esteem issues usually tied to it, and you can feel distant or distant from right. people really love. Yeah, and also a uh, body image disorder problems too. So like if somebody is uh is very thin, um but when they look in the mirror, they they think that they're, you know, a lot heavier than they are. That's also another big problem. So body image disorder? Yes. Okay. So there you have it. Those are the symptoms. Weight, anxiety about eating in front of people, isolation, a great sense of pride, denial, your thought patterns. Um, with the thoughts of telling you that you, you know, that you are um, eating too much or eating too little, obsession about food, um, the disorder is gradual. It's not something that is instantaneous. Um, self-conscious about your weight, 
food is comfort, and eating disorders can change over time. So you can go from anorexic to bulimia. Um, self-esteem issues is usually tied to it. Um, you feel distant from people that you're really close to, and body image disorders. Right. Got, got everything? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, Stephanie, tell us how can people get in contact with you or receive more information about you? Uh, yeah, well, if you want to uh, reach out to me, you can look on my uh, website, which is www.splittingupwithed.com. Um, if you go to the About section, uh, there's my email address there. Um, you can also find me on um, Instagram. My username is Splitting Up With Ed, and on Facebook as well. Um, I have a page called Splitting Up With Ed. Splitting Up With Ed, that is so clever. <laughs> Thank you. Very so clever. Well, Stephanie, I just really want to thank you and appreciate you for coming out and and just sharing your story and being an inspiration, you know, to everyone that's, you know, dealing with this disorder. such like a a hard thing to announce and to accept and to acknowledge and confront and then deal with, you know. So I really commend you for being a strong person and being an inspiration for those who, you know, need someone, need an example to follow. So thank you for that, and thank you for sharing your story with us. You're very welcome, and thank you for all the kind words. And I mean them. I mean every last one. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so you're welcome. So just hold on, okay? So I just want to say thank you guys for listening. And, again, thank you, Stephanie, for joining us and sharing your story um, and being an inspiration for those out there struggling with it. It's been a pleasure talking to you guys and um, I want you guys to tune in to Discussing It with Melissa every second and last Tuesday of every month at 2 p.m. And if you missed this broadcast, you can listen to it again at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash this needs to be said. Okay? And for more information about me, Melissa Magazine, you can go to my website at www.melissamagazine.com. Thank you. Visit ArtistHouseAuction.com and BeakOff.com, an auction with a social site. Get a face to a name. No seller fees. Transparency means honest business practices. Go to Indiegogo.com and search ArtistHouseAuction.com and donate to my campaign. Let me help you profit more yearly. Join BeakOff.com. We have available text ads and banner ads. Pay as you go as well. Have an online store that you have control of. See you at ArtistHouseAuction.com. Have you heard of vibration training? Vibration training with the Vibe Trainer Pro is scientifically proven technology that provides a therapeutic exercise program for all fitness levels and ages. Benefits include weight loss, strength training, increased balance, circulation, and bone density. You'll also experience an increase in metabolism to give you energy, endorphins that will make you feel like a million bucks, and serotonin that will make you walk with your head held high and put a big smile on your face, all in just 10 to 20 minutes a day. To learn more and order your Vibe Trainer Pro, go to advancedhealthworks.com. That's advancedhealthworks.com.
Dear listeners, as winter approaches, and if you feel the need to curl up with a nice book instead of wasting your time trying to channel hop a gazillion times and end up only watching hundreds of unnecessary commercials on TV, then let me recommend one of the hottest books out there, Beyond Goodbyes. It's currently available in paperback and Kindle version from Amazon.com. Here's a quick synopsis. Blake Swanson was deeply in love with his wife until in the prime of her life an accidental tragedy takes her life which in turn leaves Blake devastated for the rest of his life. Now after many years have passed since his wife's passing, his doctor informs him that he has cancer which eventually takes him on a slow journey to death in the eventual meeting with his long since deceased beloved. Set in the backdrop of a rural, fictitious town called Kentbridge, the story of Blake is close besides another triangle of love in the background, where love takes on a different meaning, culminating in jealousy and hatred. As the two stories unfold, one will leave you with shock horror, while the other will leave you weeping with tears for true love, and its fingertips will reach till the end. Sounds like an amazing read and comes highly recommended. Once again, that's Beyond Goodbyes, available in paperback or Kindle version from Amazon.com. Be sure to check it out. Are you or someone you know a pet lover? Would you love a custom, high-quality, and affordable hand-painted pet portrait? Artist John R. Havrila is unbelievably talented. His paintings are so lifelike, and they need to be seen. Each custom painting comes complete with handmade frame and is ready to hang on your wall. He can combine current and past pets in one portrait, all from your photos. No deposit required, no extra charge for additional pets, and gift cards are available. What are you waiting for? Log on now to order your perfect gift. www.doggiepaintings.com
Dr. Francis Spanatini has over 20 years in private practice and has honed his unique and compassionate approach to the practice and art of psychiatry and psychopharmacology. He has taught medical students at the University of South Dakota Medical School as an assistant professor and has published numerous journals. He sees patients from the tri-state area of Nebraska, Iowa, and Minnesota, as well as South Dakota. Dr. Benettini welcomes the opportunity to deliver the best psychiatric service to you. Visit www.drbanettinipsych.com. That's D-R-B-A-N-D-E-T-T-I-N-I-P-S-Y-C-H.com. Islamic Relief USA, IRUSA, is a 501c tax-exempt charity involved in international humanitarian relief efforts. IRUSA strives to alleviate suffering, hunger, illiteracy, and diseases worldwide. We aim to provide rapid relief in the event of human and natural disasters. We can't do this without you. How can you help? There are many opportunities to donate funds, volunteer, attend events, team fundraising, and help advocate. Thank you for making this humanitarian aid possible. Please visit www.irusa.org and help today. Calling all dreamers. Dreamers, come and get You ready? Come and get it. You want it? Come and get it right here. Come and get it for real. Just come and get it. Takes work, but you can get it. Takes time, but you can get it. Stop talking. Come and get it. Keep pushing, and you will get it. You're hoping at for great things when you dream. Watching others make it happen easily.
Thank you so much for staying tuned to This Needs to Be Said. There is an elephant in the room. Let's talk about it. We talked about splitting up with Ed early on in the show, and I told you guys you didn't want to miss that, and you didn't. I'm a wonderful one. Get my tongue together. I'm grateful for the young lady who shared her story because she's going through that right now and coming through it. And many of us will try to hide behind what we're going through because we're not ready to share that or we want to put it behind us. And she's walking right through it, making a blog and helping other people with eating disorders. I learned a lot through that. I told you we had two special guests for today. So the second special guest I will get the honor of interviewing is Charlie Hookshot Currents, and he's sharing his life through basketball. So at this time, I'd like to welcome my friend Charlie Hookshot Currents to the show. So I'm thinking of Hookshot. Charlie is like I'm fixing my mouth to say that, but Hookshot is what I know. So welcome to This Needs to Be Said. Thank you for being on my show. Wow, I, I'm glad to be here. I mean, I'm excited, and uh, I want to share my experience through basketball, something that I've done all my life, something that has been a part of me, and something that is teaching me today. And so it's more, it's bigger than basketball. It's about men. It's about relationships. It's about me living my life and sharing that with people and letting people know don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to go for your dream. Don't be afraid live your life. You know, we were given this life, and I'm just getting to the point where I'm in my life right now in my 50s, starting to live my life like I've never lived it before. And I'm living it on a spiritual tip. I'm living it for myself. I'm living it for the people around me. And I just want everybody to be a part of it. And I say that with no with no regrets. I mean, when I say everybody, anybody, color, creed, I don't care. I just want to live. I want people to live and enjoy life and do the best and go for your and give it your best. Well, I want to start right there. Why is that so important for you that other people do it? I I get that you are becoming or coming into your own and realizing what you were purposed to do, but why is it so important you that others do the same? That's when I speak of the spiritual aspect. I can't always say. I always had good intentions, but as I've once heard, good intentions are filled and all good intentions are in the graveyard. And so what I want to do now, I want to live it. And once you start living and you have something you want to share with people when your heart has been changed and my heart has been changed, you know, I I can always say I always want to do it, but there was always what if this, what if that. I'm through with the what Mm -hmm. if now. I'm saying let's do it. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. And in that, for yourself, you're telling other people, listen, I know what it's like to put it off. So it's important for you to see them flourish as well. It is. Now, where it, where did the name Hookshot come from? Um, I have many Hookshots. I have many names, and one of the names that I guess I've been given in the last four or five years is Hookshot because I do the Hookshot. I do my version of the Hookshot in today. You know, back in the day they did a Hookshot, a Sex Shot, which was just a stop and hook. I do it moving. I do it dribbling between my legs. But the thing about it, I came about it through just practicing, through just being on the court, through just doing what I do. And that's what I want to encourage other people is do what you do, and the more you start to do it, the more creative you'll become. Okay. Now, you are telling your life through basketball. 
give us the significance of, I mean, you have your style, you have your the name that people who know you know you by that name, mm-hmm. but how is, um, how how are you telling your life through basketball? Um, you know, it is so exciting that I go to so many different basketball courts to, to shoot. I, I've sort of backed off playing, even though I play every now and then, to shoot. And if I just like last week, I was downtown at the Y, which is one downtown at the Wachovia Center, and don't visit that one too often. But as I started shooting, people are coming up to me wanting to know who I am, how did I start doing it. So I'm ending up sharing my life with them, and at the same time, they're encouraging me by saying, don't give up, don't quit. How can we see you? Who are you? So I, I feel like I'm in the right place. Matter of fact, I know I'm in the right place. And uh, I just want to continue to, um, you know, get a little spiritual. I just want to continue to do what God wants me to do, and that's to share his word. And I can do that through basketball. I can relate. I know what basketball is about. I know the work it takes. I know the uh, atmosphere it creates, especially with young people and old alike, you know, black and white. It's a sport, and people love sports, and basketball is just that thing that I do that God has given me, call it my gift that he has given me to share with the world. I want to ask you one question before we go to a short break and really get into your story. Now, with you doing basketball, people are going to want to know, okay, has he been pro? What is the story behind basketball? How are you being known? So is it through pro ball, semi-pro, recreational? Give us a story about that and how you established your name through basketball. Well, I've been known through basketball all my life, but I really didn't accept it. I just said, hey, you play, you know, from a small child, I played all my life, and, you know, people that I grew up with knew me, people that I played against knew me, and I tried to keep it there while I, you know, when I say keep it there, I, I really didn't try to, expound on it. I really didn't try to become the name, the star. I was always a team player, but people know me from the communities. And now, you know, with the internet, with YouTube, with uh, Twitter, you know, it's just like, wow, it's been just the most unbelievable experience I've had. So, you know, internet, YouTube is the world, you know, so there's no, no limit. So a person does not have to go pro to be known for their gift in basketball. Why do you think people put so much emphasis on going pro? I'm glad you said that. You know what? And you know what? I have turned down some opportunities. Uh, And no, you don't have to go pro. You just have to find out what your purpose is. And you have to believe that my purpose is people. My people, my purpose is sharing my life with any and everybody. It may be a guy sitting at McDonald's having coffee. It may be a guy sitting on the steps while I'm going into the wire. Those are the things that, that have become so dear to me is that we're all individuals. And, you know, yeah, this year they do the game, those pro, pro athletes. But, you know, I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be is sharing my life with uh, even with you, talking with you on the radio. I met you at the radio station. You did. So all those people I met that I couldn't have met, I don't think if I was that person that's out there in that limelight. And, you know, I take that. That's, that's what has encouraged me so much is the fact that I say, God, I'm meeting all these people. It, it, it's not the mayor of Charlotte. It's not the president, but it's just people like myself, people that have a yearning to succeed, people that have a yearning to enjoy life. And I meet people every day. I meet, you know, and I had to open up my life to do that now. It's not like I'm meeting all these people and they're coming. I had to open up myself. So going pro, mm-hmm. it's a great thing, and I admire those athletes, but I'm, 
I don't know if I would, where I am right now, I feel like I'm the professional. I'm in pro just like they are. Maybe I'm not, my bank account doesn't show it, but I'm not worried about that. I'm, wor- I'm, I'm mm-hmm. more concerned with, you know, sharing my life, share, telling people you can do it, don't give up, you know, as I haven't. And I don't want them to, but I feel like once I set, once they see that, hey, this guy didn't give up, he's still doing it, that encourages them and also it encourages me. All right. Well, what we're going to do, Charlie, is we're going to take a break and we're going to come back because I want to get into your story, okay? Okay. Sounds good. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, where you are royalty. Specializing in children's hair, natural, weaved, and relaxed hair. Looking for a professional stylist who cares not only about how good hair looks, but also how healthy it feels? Then Royal Destiny Salon and Spa is the place for you. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, located at 4936 Albemarle Road, Suite 14, Charlotte, North Carolina. Call today to schedule your appointment for a more beautiful you. 724-734-8043. That number again is 724-734-8043. Do you have trouble finding quality plus-size women's clothing that fits? Get the latest in stylish plus-size fashions at Sophisticated Curves Online Boutique. We connect you to the fashions and styles you love. Visit us at www.sophisticatedcurves.com. Also, join our weekly newsletter to stay up to date on sales, giveaways, and other special deals. Love yourself and love your curves. Be bold, be beautiful, be you with Sophisticated Curves. There's a new secret gem in the Coachella Valley, the Leslie Jean Porter Art Gallery in Cathedral City. This elegant and spacious art gallery will hold its premiere opening October 23rd with a riveting aviation collection. To get your boarding pass, sign up at ljpgallery.com. The Leslie Jean Porter Art Gallery boasts nearly 2,800 square feet of show space featuring paintings, sculpture, photography, and more. It's available for special occasions, meetings, or themed events. For details and directions, visit ljpgallery.com. Are you ready to escape into the hottest new contemporary romance of the year? Just released, Unlikely Venture will take you on a thrill ride as Jessica's business and personal worlds collide with her dark secrets. Unlikely Venture has been hailed as enchanting, fast-paced, and this year's must-read sexy romance. Get your copy of Unlikely Venture now on Amazon, Smashwords, iTunes, and Barnes & Noble. Visit the author at kristenluciani.com, K-R-I-S-T-E-N-L-U-C-I-A-N-I.com.
to this needs to be said there is an elephant in the room let's talk about it we're talking with charlie hookshot currents a very good friend of mine and yes we met over at wgiv here in charlotte north carolina and he's sharing his life through basketball now charlie what i want you to do is get a little bit into your life don't give it all away because i know there are other things you want people to connect with you with outside of this needs to be said but share your story and then of course connect it with basketball and how that's worked for you all right. Uh, you know, I have to tell you that this came about, when I say this came about, referring to the basketball, the hook shot, came about through some personal stuff I was going through, you know, went through separation and divorce. 
and and best I can explain it, I always tell people I got a swift kick in my behind. I got a swift kick of reality. Okay, what are you going to do now? What are you going to do with your life? Instead of just, you know, I was happy. Life, I have, you know, I have four beautiful kids and uh, um, three college graduates and one in school, graduate, get in school now getting ready to graduate. And so, uh, but I got that swift kick in my behind and I started saying, okay, what are you afraid of? Why are you? Why don't you want to do those things that 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 burning that's in your belly? Why don't you want to do it? And I know it was nothing but fear, fear of failure. And I don't advocate it, but the, one of the first things I did, at uh, I had I had been at a company, had been at a company for 23 years, and you know I went in and told them, uh, you know, I'm I'm a lead, you know, and of course they didn't believe it. Wasn't unhappy, but I said it's more to it than this. I have more to offer than corporate America, you know, and not a bad job, took care of my family, and I just started shooting basketball, not the hook shot, just going out shooting, because I knew that's where I had I got that peace, and I got a chance to spiritually connect with the creator, and I just started shooting, 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 wasn't even doing the hook shot, and then that's, you know, and then the hook shot came about, and when you see it, you're kind of get, it's not just a hook shot, it's some things that I do, some things that I know that it was given to me by the creator. And so, you know, I just started playing and then it started opening up my life because I was a very private person, you know, very secretive. And I just started uh, talking to people through basketball. It became, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. It became uh, my way of reaching out to people and people, you know, reaching back to me. And so it's incredible thing. I find myself talking to people that I probably would never have talked to if it hadn't been for basketball. But it's more than basketball. It's, the, it's just my vehicle that I want to use to get to where I'm trying to get to, and that's to influence people, to encourage people to say live. Don't be afraid. You know, I know there's a fear factor. I, I've experienced it. Not that I'm there totally yet. You know, there's sometimes I still mm-hmm. think, why aren't you doing it? I question myself. And I say, hey, go for it. You say you believe in this God. You say you believe in your God. You believe in your Creator. And what what are you scared of? And it's usually someone else mm-hmm. or something else. So it's been a, it's been a great experience for me. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Mhm, mhm. Wow, the the fear factor, and that that holds a lot of us back. And yes, we it's uncomfortable, and you don't know the next step. And of course, the what ifs. You talked about the what ifs. What if what this if? doesn't work? And and what if I fail? And what if people laugh at me? And what if I don't do what I said I'm going to do? And what if? And you can fill in the blank. And here you are. Age has no limit on when you can begin to realize your dreams. That's right. That's right. And, oh wow. That's right. And when you when you I, gave your age, because I didn't realize that was your age. I thought you were I a did lot younger. <laughs> I did it at fifty. I left the job at fifty. That was my gift to me, and that was also uh-huh. saying. It was it was a critical point in my life, and you always remember you did this at 50. You walked away from the job. You told them, you know, and walked away with uh, respect and dignity and that I can go back now, probably get on, but that's not, I don't want to go back. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, mm-hmm. what if it doesn't work? And then I started thinking, but what if it does? And right. I, and see, we've, been, we've been trained of what if it, what if this doesn't happen? What if it does happen? Why don't we think like that? And And this is for me. You know, I don't try to put that in anybody else. I just try to do it for myself, and then once I have it, I'll share it and give it to people that want it. And I'm not going to try to convince anybody you need to do. Those days for me are gone. I did that with my children. I don't try to do mm-hmm. that anymore. 
anybody that wants to hear me wants to know, I tell them. I don't try to convince. Just like I was at the court shooting the basketball, and a guy said, man, something's in that ball. I don't believe it. And he said, I don't believe this. You know, huh. and, and, and I'm I'm cool with that. It doesn't, I said, man, he said, man, you got a magnet in that ball. You know, those, but see, at the same time, he was encouraging me. He wasn't, he wasn't discouraging me because if he's saying that, and he says that's not, you know, as God says, that's not even normal. That's not even so-and-so. And I don't take it as to blow me up. All I take it is say, I'm on the right road. Keep going. Keep going. Don't stop. Use it as encouragement. Uh-huh. Use it as a way to inspire you to do better, to do more, to give more, to share more. You know, uh-huh. that's what I want to do. I want to share everything I have. I want to share it. And I, I can't say I, always, I have always been like that, but I want to share it and say, go do it. What can I do to help you? It may not be me, but I have a friend that can help you. I know someone that, you know, that's and all the people I've met, that's what I try to do. I may not be the one, but I can tell you, hey, check, check with my buddy. He'll help you or something, things like that. Now, you said you have some YouTube videos, so give that YouTube um, address so that people can go out and see what we're talking about. Okay. And and see this uh, see this unbelievable hook shot and you know while you're getting ready getting prepared to share that the thing is even though it's not you know pro like everybody else you, you're mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. a regular person you yeah. are somebody we can touch feel reach um, somebody that we can not feel intimidated with to come up and say hey you inspire me because when someone is like larger than life. We we we're in awe of them and not really of right. what they're giving to us because we can't really see that stuff. But yes. you're saying, okay, I'm going to do this amazing thing. Not that you plan to do it, but you do this amazing right. thing, and that gets people talking. And they say, man, mm-hmm. that is that's not real. We don't believe that. There's some gimmick mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. this. So give mm-hmm. that YouTube video so that people can see what we're talking about. Then we'll get back some more to your story. Okay, the very first one I did is. Uh, I did it at a church when I did a, a camp for the kids, uh, Mount Peace Association. And the YouTube site, and this is the very first one I did four years ago, it's called Charlie C. Half Court Hookshot. Charlie, the letter C, Half Court Hookshot. Charlie and, C. Uh, half mm-hmm, Court Hookshot. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. But if you Google my name, which is Charlie Current, you'll probably see all the videos, the interviews, the TV, the the interview I had with uh, WBT here in Charlotte, the newspaper article I did with Charlotte Observer, and all the videos I've done. If you just Google Charlie Currents, C-U-R-R-E-N-C-E, Charlie Currents. Mm-hmm. And another thing, uh, when you mentioned, see, what I what I, I'm, I won't lose, and I, the reason I say it because it's been placed in my heart, I want to do what I'm doing right now with you. And people say, well, if you can do all that, why aren't you here? Why aren't you doing that? And see, that's what, and, and, and see, that's what people say, well, it must not, because if so, you would be doing. But see, I made a choice. My thing is, I'm going to do that. I'm going to be here. But at the same time, I still want to stop at the Y and talk to an individual, not groups. I still want to sit and talk at McDonald's, drinking coffee with a buddy of mine, talk with a friend, talk to someone. i got to keep that, and I don't want to get rid of it, and I'm not planning on getting rid of it. I don't care what happens. I still want to be that person that, man, you can do it. Sister, you can do it. You know, and, you know, and it's almost like, why are you on this? If you got that, why are you on this show? And that's the way we've been trained to think. You know, we got to almost break up, get rid of all the stuff that's been poured into us and empty that glass and refill it with the stuff, the truth. And that's what we got to do. You know, so my thing is I'm I'm not ever planning on 
getting to that point where I think I'm this, I think I'm that, and I thank God for that because I went through it. I've been, you know, I've been on the other side. I've been where, you know, people do get up on that thing, and I don't hold them. I don't hold that against them. That's them. That's their life. But I want to make sure I don't make that same mistake or get away from my purpose, which is sharing my life with anybody. I don't care who it is, and it doesn't have to be for a price. You know, and I know we're supposed to sign a contract, because this guy told me, you need a contract. I said, no, I'm coming. You don't have to pay me. So you're not going to charge me? I said, no, because I already knew his situation, and I said, I can share that. I'm going to get mine. I'm not I'm not worried mm-hmm. about it. And it yeah, did I want it yesterday? Of course. You know, I just had a lady, I taught her daughter, she says, if I had to get a part-time job to pay you all way, I said, no, you're not, because I'm not going to charge you. She said, why wouldn't you charge me? I said, because that's not what I'm about. I want to be true to what I say I'm about. Do I need the money? Of course I do, but that's not what it's about. I don't want to get into the money thing. When I see it, you know, I haven't charged anybody that I have taught. I haven't charged not one person. And so, because I feel like, and I truly believe, I'm going to get what, what's due me, you know, um, so that's just part of my story. Wow. Well, I want to say thank you so much for being a part of This Needs to Be Said. I'm posting one of your videos. In fact, the one we just looked up, I'm posting that on the TNTBS Talk Show fan page so people can go out and uh, take a look at that. I was watching it, and I was like, he's talking right now. I was going to go, wow. And I've seen it before, but it's always amazing. Um, the one I'm really trying to promote amazing. now is the suit, is mm-hmm. the clothing. And uh, I've talked to a couple, okay. and I said the suit, that's, I'm doing it in a suit. And and I didn't know if I could do it, but that's what I was referring to earlier when I said once you start yeah. doing your passion, start doing what you love, your creativity gets off the chain. Oh, goes yeah. up. It's, it's, it, it does, and that's what's happening. I, I, I never thought I could do that, but now i got so many ideas, so many things I want to do. And, you know, mm-hmm. so that's why I say do your passion, do what you love. You'll be amazed mm-hmm. at the things that come into your mind. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> playing basketball, but I'm always amazed. I'm always amazed 
um, to see what people can take. And you're right, your creativity, once you figure out what you're supposed to be doing, your mind just opens up and you can't ever go back. I can't even remember what it was like not to have an idea for something. Oh, wow. I can't remember oh, wow. what it was because I'm I'm so open and I'm so on yes. this side of living my dream that going back to not being able to come up with an idea I know. is I know. I I'm, I can't and this time it's good people I, I'm not able to get back to that point and remember what was it like not to have a clue <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a I, I know the memory. feeling now I know the feeling at one mm-hmm. time I probably couldn't have said that but now I know exactly what you're talking about Uh huh. I know exactly what you're talking about. So I want to leave you with I want to leave you with one thing. All right. If someone tells you that you can't do what whatever that is that you want to do, just remember they're telling you about themselves and not about you. Mm. And you know it took me a while. And you know sometimes and I, and I know you've said this because I've been around you. Sometimes we have to just break away from those people that we know, that we've been around all our lives. You don't want to do it, and I didn't want to do it. You but don't. Sometimes you just got to step away for a little bit. You can come back, mm. but step away because they have no idea, unless they've done it, unless they've been through the trenches, what you're trying to do. You know, and I, mm-hmm. I'm still learning that. Unless, you know, they've been there, they done sacrificed, they done gave up, they done did this, they done did that, then they, all they see is that, no, you can't, that's too chancy. That, you can't take that chance. So you may have to just step yeah. away for a moment. It doesn't have to be forever. It doesn't have to be for, just step away for a moment. Go do what you need to do and come back and say, how's everybody feeling? Y'all okay? Mm-hmm. And then they say, if you're okay, hey, we're going to have to try that. You know, so that's what I want to yeah. leave you with. Well, I like that. Um, and that's the reality. And we can we can choose to buy into what they're projecting on us or we can, like you said, step away. Now, one more thing I, I want to ask you this, because people say that's easy to say if it's people I don't live with or I'm not married mm-hmm. to or mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, related to and i got to see them. So, Charlie, what do you say? The same situation, somebody's projecting on you who they are, but you can't you can't step away from them for too long because you're the bond that you have with them, whether it's marriage, right. Um, right. family, whatever. Talk to me there. I, I say... And you, you have to take your own situation because there's no way I would say abandon your family, abandon your kids, or step away from that. But make yourself, give yourself a date. And I always say there's no time like now. You know, that may now may be next week for you, but knowing that there there's a period of time, it may be next month, next year, but try to make that as short as possible. Try to make it as short a date as you can and don't wait for the planets to line up. Don't wait for everything to be in its place. Pay this off, got this done. Don't wait for that. Because I had to, I didn't even look at my bank account when I left. Because if I would have, I would still be there now. But I'm just saying, make that, make that the greatest. Um, and, and in no way would I want to lead a per- person down the wrong path and tell them to do it. But I say, make that one of your goals. Make that the, one of the first goals that you say as soon as this happens. And what's important to you? Take care of your family. Take care of whatever you need to take care of. But don't ever, ever, ever stop dreaming, ever give up, or ever think that it'll never happen. And mm-hmm. just make sure, make sure with all you can. You And I've heard, I had people to tell me this. When you think about it every day, you dream about it, and you are, that's all you think about, you keep it at the forefront of your mind. You keep God there, and you keep your family there. You keep you there. You keep and that, those other things. You know, you can get those when you can get to those when you get to them, 
But I'm telling you, if you if you breathe that thing, you live that thing, you eat that thing, guess what? You'll be doing that thing sooner than you expect. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and what I found out, the people that will help you, and I don't by no means trying to cut anybody up, but the people that will help you, you will be surprised. You will be surprised, people that don't even know you, people that just see you. When someone sees you, if someone's looking, they say, God, every day I see that person. I see them here. I see them now. I wonder what they're working on. How can I help you? The reason I can say that because it's, it's happening to me. It has happened to me. And a guy just told me the other day I'm shooting, I want you to meet my friend at Atlanta. He's a moving shaker. This is a guy. I don't even know the guy. He sees me shooting. He's walking the track. So, mm-hmm. you know, things like that have happened because he's seen me shooting. He's seen me in that before probably I don't know how many times. But the thing is, if you continue to stay on that thing that you truly believe in and you know that it's good, you know this is of God, there's no way you can lose. None. None, and I truly believe that. And I have to agree with that. Thank you so much for being a part of This Needs to Be Said. And I need you to come back so that you can talk to I us will. as your your projects progress and come back and give us an update and let us I know will. what's going on with you. But before this last thing, this last closing, how do people get in touch with you outside of This Needs to Be Said? I want that to be the last thing to hear from you. Uh, you can get in touch with me through uh, I'm on uh, Facebook, Charlie Currents. I'm on uh, my email is philipcurrents at aol dot com. Uh, follow me on um, Twitter at Philip Currents, Philip T Currents, uh, and my email. You know, and Facebook is the quickest way. And I post. I started posting a lot of stuff on Facebook. Okay. And yeah, Facebook is one of the ways I love. It's, it's been the, one of the greatest things for me. Something I never thought I would be doing, but yeah, I love Facebook. All right. Well, we got you, and you're always welcome to come back here. So let me know as things develop for you, so we can have you back on the show. Okay. All I right. Will. Thank, Thank you. you so much. All right. All right. have trouble finding quality plus-size women's clothing that fits? Get the latest in stylish plus-size fashions at Sophisticated Curves Online Boutique. We connect you to the fashions and styles you love. Visit us at www.sophisticatedcurves.com. Also, join our weekly newsletter to stay up-to-date on sales, giveaways, and other special deals. Love yourself and love your curves. Be bold, be beautiful, be you with Sophisticated Curves. Welcome to Just Imagine It, Inc. We're providers of first-rate ebook publishing for independent authors. We're also pleased to bring you the best values in overstock audiobooks, all brand new and unabridged, available on our site, through our eBay bookstore, or on Amazon at J-I-I-K in audiobooks. In addition to these amazing services, we provide the widely popular podcast, Get Behind Me, Now Stay There, available on iTunes and PRX and on our blog page. Just go to www.justimagineitinc.com. Have a major league day. Islamic Relief USA, IRUSA 
is a 501c tax-exempt charity involved in international humanitarian relief efforts. IRUSA strives to alleviate suffering, hunger, illiteracy, and diseases worldwide. We aim to provide rapid relief in the event of human and natural disasters. We can't do this without you. How can you help? There are many opportunities to donate funds, volunteer, attend events, team fundraising, and help advocate. Thank you for making this humanitarian aid possible. Please visit www.irusa.org and help today. Never be a point in your time in your life where it's the right time to do a great thing. 
If you're waiting for that perfect, perfect moment, that perfect timing, it's not going to happen. You know what you have to do? You have to create the perfect time and the perfect opportunity and the perfect situation. That a lot of people become comfortable. They stop growing. They stop wanting anything. They, they become satisfied. People getting ready to go to jobs that they don't like. Jobs that are making them sick. You see, when you're not pursuing your goal, you are literally committing spiritual suicide. When you have some goal out here that you're stretching for and reaching for, that takes you out of your comfort zone, you'll find out some talents and abilities you have that you didn't know you have. When the messenger of misery visits you, what are you going to do? What will keep you in the game? There are things that you think you'll never need to know that you may only need to know one time in your life, but that could save your life because you had that knowledge. Unless you attempt to do something beyond that which you've already mastered, you will never grow. What is it that you looked at at some point in time and you decided that you couldn't do it? That you talked yourself out of it? You're waiting on your next door neighbor to make it happen for you. It may not happen. If you're waiting on your mother or your father, they may be so ancient in their thinking that they don't understand this opportunity that you have. And if you're waiting on them, it may never get done. You don't beg average people to be phenomenal. You don't beg good people to be phenomenal. You just are phenomenal and you will attract phenomenal. What reason can you remember that you can call on, that you can reach on, that can make you get back up? Find that reason. If you're not where you are, if you're not where you want to be, if you don't have what you want, want to have, if you're not where you think you should be at this particular place, it has nothing to do with the system, but it has everything to do with the fact that you're not making the sacrifice. I want you to make that dream become a reality because if you don't, you will be working for somebody else to make their dreams become a reality. Everybody is against you or don't believe in you no more. And let me tell you something, that's a lonely feeling. It's a lonely feeling, particularly people that you're doing it for. Most people take their greatness, take their ideas to the graveyard with them. Listen to me, if it was easy, everybody would do it. There are people right now who are working who don't want to work. There are people who hate their jobs and they keep getting up to do it. The wealthiest place on the planet is the graveyard. Because in the graveyard we will find inventions that we never ever were exposed to. Ideas, dreams that never became reality. Hopes and aspirations that were never acted upon. Question is what are you gonna do with your time? What drives you? Greatness is a lot of small things done well. Day after day, Workout after workout, obedience after obedience, day after day. When things don't work out for you, when things happen that you could not anticipate, what are the reasons that you can think of that can keep you strong? You will never ever be successful until you turn your pain into greatness, until you allow your pain to push you from where you are to push you to where you need to be. Stop running from your pain and embrace your pain. Your pain is 
going to be a part of your prize, a part of your product. I, I challenge you to push yourself. See, it's easy to be on the bottom. It doesn't take any effort to be a loser. It doesn't take any motivation, any drive in order to stay down there on a low level. But it calls on everything in you. You have to harness your will to say, I'm going to challenge myself. I mean that what you did last week don't count. Today, today is the only important day. There are 86,400 seconds in a day, and how you use those are critical. You got 86,400 today, and what you do today is going to see me who you are. Nobody's going to talk about what you did last week. That the biggest enemy you have to deal with is yourself. There's an old African proverb that says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. You have this opportunity of a lifetime. It means absolutely nothing if you don't take advantage of it in the lifetime of this opportunity. I got a saying that when life knocks you down, try and land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for it to work day and night for, to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep If all that you dream and scheme is about it, and life seems useless and worthless without it, see, it's time now. If you want to make this your decade, you've got to start saying yes to your life. You've got to start saying yes to your dreams, yes to your unfolding future, yes to your potential, as opposed to saying no. When you die, die on E. Leave no dream left behind, God. Leave no opportunity left behind. When you leave this earth, accomplish every single thing you can accomplish. Listen to me. You're going to be here one day, but you'll never get here if you give up, if you give in, if you quit. And finally, guys, you got to want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. Hey, Rhonda Nails here, a.k.a. The Success Instigator. Uh, you can always find me at project-push.org. Today, I'm talking about that big check. Tell me where to send your big check. Now, let me take a guess. You clicked on this because you wanted to know what check I was talking about and how much I'm going to send, right? Yeah, I would, I would probably click to find out more information too. But truth is, everybody wants to get paid, right? I mean, you're either working a job to receive a check or you're providing some kind of service or, or product to get one. Everybody wants a big payday. I'm not sure that I know anyone who says, ah, I'll just keep the same rate of pay for the next 30 years. Thank you. Well, listen, there are two things that everyone wants to know, how to get paid and how to get paid big. So I have two solutions. The first solution is innovation writes big checks. Innovation, simply put, is introducing a new method that provides an effective end result. It doesn't necessarily change the outcome. It oftentimes makes the end result uh, probably faster or quicker or bigger and, and hopefully better. For example, I had a friend that had a problem with her car, right? So instead of shelling out tons of money to correct the problem via a mechanic, she found a free, innovative way to achieve the same result through a different method. That's innovation. While some folks, probably critics, will probably say that she just didn't want to pay a mechanic to fix the car, I say that she's innovative because she was able to think outside the box and achieve the same result that a mechanic would have charged her probably thousands of dollars to complete. Now, entrepreneurs are no different. There is no idea that is, is new, none. 
There's no concept that has never been introduced. There are just new methods of introducing old stuff. So, for example, Facebook, that's the modern age word of mouth, right? It's just a different method of achieving the end result. Instead of calling everyone or sending everybody a letter, we can hop on our smartphone or our tablet or our desktop, and we can send the same message. It's quicker, it's faster, and it's better than sending it you know, via snail mail. Innovation is how an entrepreneur writes a big check. Now, solution number two, implementing innovation cashes big checks. So you have this big check, but, but what do you do with it? You need to facilitate a way to cash it, right? Well, that's where implementation comes in. You see, writing down goals about what you plan to do, that's a great visionary, innovative concept. But if you want to cut out all the feel-good stuff out of the way, you have to act on your innovation now. No, no, not now. Right now. You see, I don't know anybody who got paid because they had a really good idea. However, I do know a few people who drew up some courage and implemented these people, they didn't care if the time was right, if the concept uh, seemed or deemed profitable, or if they had enough money. All they knew was that they had to act on their innovation right now. So hear me clearly. Right now, meaning implementation, that cashes innovative checks. So stop sitting and waiting on someone to call, someone to give you a break, or, or someone to help you. Get up and act right now. Right now action means you call, you text, you tweet, or you go to the place that can get your questions answered. You get the ball rolling by in, you know, investing some time and some research into your game plan. Then you tune up, and then you fine-tune your product some more. Acting right now, that doesn't mean that your game plan is solid. It means that you're willing to take the risk a couple of times until you get it right. Now, in my first business, Signature Notaries, Listen, I lost a few thousand dollars when I initially launched the um, Notary Public uh, Directory. However, what I did was I kept fine-tuning the process until it was able to function on its own. And so now I can sleep and I can wake up to PayPal notifications because I was willing to take the risk and act on it right now, even though it wasn't per perfect. So you have two choices. You can either sit and hope someone throws you a coin or... You can get up and become an innovator and cash your big check right now. And I will be at Project Push headquarters, a.k.a. my home office, when you're ready. This is Rhonda Nails, a.k.a. The Success Instigator. Listen, you can always connect with me at project-push.org. Are you living the one life? What is the one life? When you become a Wake Up Now preferred customer, you instantly gain access to everything to make your life wonderful. Nutrition and energy products, discount shopping, premium vacations at wholesale pricing, personal financial software, identity theft protection, free deals, restaurant coupons, exclusive offers for car rentals, hotels, and more. Plus, when you refer others, you even make money with no sign-up fees. Wake up now and start living the one life. Visit.
attention Absolutely suddenly lost our heart We felt complete It's like with a perfect match It happened so fast My head's still spinning Yet my heart's attacked But not sure how long It will stay like that Sure thing that you've been here before Our perks differ Why we share is pure heart Surrender to what you've been waiting for What are you waiting for?
thank you for joining us today. We hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Special thanks to the creators of the TNTBS jingle. It was written by Lamont Champ Josie and composed by Robert Jenkins. Thank you to everyone who supports us by downloading the phone app at thisneedstobesaid.com, by commenting on the TNTBS talk show fan page on Facebook, by retweeting us on Twitter at TNTBS, by also sharing this show with your friends. Thank you for logging in through your computer, as well as calling in to listen on the phone lines. Now go out and tell more people about this great show. If you thought the show sucked, tell them anyway. Bad news travels fast is what I'm told. Either way, tell them to tune in each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always looking for new guest commentators, awesome topics, and most of all, we want your opinion. Visit us at www.thisneedstobesaid.com. We'd love to hear from you. There's an elephant in the room. You were thinking it, so we're going to talk about it. Until we meet again in the same place at the same time, have a super day.